When you're called to both, it can feel like you are being pulled in one million directions at all times. I think just the mental, digital, and physical clutter alone can be overwhelming. But then let's also talk about how many decisions you have to make in an average day as a mom with huge dreams and a business, right? When you run a company and you're in charge of tiny humans, the number of decisions you have to make is truly overwhelming and wearying, to be honest. And that is what I wanna talk to you about today. I wanna talk about building margin and bandwidth and white space into your days in a realistic and intentional way. So I'm not gonna tell you this is how you're gonna be sitting drinking a Mai Tai, but I am gonna give you just some really practical tips for ways to build more margin and white space when you're in a season of just, it's busyness, right? We're all busy and that is true, but I wanna kind of unpack this and talk to you about what it can look like to take back control of some of the margin and some of the white space. This episode is brought to you by HoneyBook. HoneyBook is a client management software and it's the tool I've been using for years to send contracts, get paid, and how I keep track of all of my client inquiries and projects. Now, before I moved over into HoneyBook, I was actually just using my email inbox to manage my clients and things were slipping through the cracks. Now, inside of HoneyBook, I can see at a glance exactly where my projects are in a timeline. And I love that I can use this for sending questionnaires, setting up recurring invoices, and book calls through their built-in scheduler tool and so much more. I even use HoneyBook to book guests in for my podcast because of how I can set up workflows and automations so easily. And I use the scheduling tool for that as well. You can get 50% off HoneyBook and start using it today using the link in the show notes below. Hello and welcome to the Called to Both podcast. I'm your host, Joy Michelle, and you're in the right place if you're ready to grow your business while also being the intentional and present mom you want to be. This show will leave you feeling inspired, equipped with tangible tips, and encouraged to go after your own version of being called to both. Let's dive in. If you've ever caught yourself thinking, this is just a crazy time of life, everything's gonna be chaotic and crazy, got kids, I've got a business, I've got a relationship, I have friends, I'm trying to do a lot of things, this is for you. You're not totally wrong in that. Life is absolutely busy. But if I can get real with you for a second, I also wanna say that we are in control of how much of the busy gets to be allowed in. There's a lot of stuff that's outside of our control, of course, but you get to decide what choices you make about your schedule and the things that you allow in. So I think this is kind of a good news, bad news situation. The good news is we're in control of the choices that we make, at least some of them, right? The bad news is we're in control and that means that the responsibility falls to us to craft that white space in that margin with intention. So you can do this. I wanna give you three tangible ways that you can make a little more white space and margin happen in your days, even as a mom who runs a business. Are you ready? Okay, the first one is to declutter the most used areas of your day inside of your home, but specifically your day. I really want you to think about how your day unfolds and what areas you're using that are just not set up for your success. This could be your makeup, like setup, your closet, the areas that you access every morning to get ready. 
take 15 minutes and just assess and optimize. When I get an extra 15 minutes, let's say I've just put the kids down for naps and I'm kind of hanging around upstairs because I want to see if they're going to get up. I want to see if they're going to actually go down. I will often find myself in my closet and I just kind of start organizing, hanging, moving clothes around. This is calming to me. And then also later, the reward is that I can actually find things and I can see the floor. And this is a total win-win. Now this works to save you time. I love makeup. So a good example of this, I love makeup. And especially before having kids, um, I loved like getting ready and doing hair and makeup. I would watch YouTube tutorials. Um, That's like how I started falling in love with YouTube originally was I just loved watching makeup tutorials. And now, especially, I can find the the whole idea of like getting fully ready in the morning to be something that like immediately in my mind, I'm like, oh, I don't have time for this. Like, I just don't have time for this. Like, I really want to like feel fully ready and I feel great when I get ready, but I just feel like I don't even have time for it anymore. And I, a couple of months ago, I went through my makeup. It might have even been longer than that. I went through my makeup and I just removed everything that wasn't a daily item. I didn't throw it out. I didn't get rid of it. I just put it under the sink. Like I put it completely away for like the items when I'm going to like get ready for a wedding or I'm going to like go out on like a really fancy date night or something. I put all of that away. Like I don't need to see false lashes and lash glue every day of my life if I'm not actually wearing them, right? And I just got rid of it and I put only my daily items in a bag. And I realized it's actually like a lot less than I thought it would be. And the great thing is I found it was taking me so much less time to get ready because I wasn't digging around looking for like the daily items, all of my actual favorites amongst like all of the extra stuff that I don't wear every single day. And the only things in front of me were things I was actually using. And I started asking myself, like, why did this take so long? Like, why did I wait this long? And I know this happens to all of us, right? We finally move that huge basket of clothes or we put that thing in the basement or the garage. And then we're like, oh, it's easier to walk in this space now. Why did I wait this long? So there's probably a space or two in your house and in your regular routine areas. Maybe it's even your desk that you're probably looking around thinking, oh yeah, where's my, why did it take so long space? Start with that one. Tackle one area at a time, maybe just like one a week for the next month, right? You take one area a week and your life in one month will significantly look different and be more optimized and simplified in just these four areas because you took a 15 minute chunk and sat down and thought, okay, what can I do to make this simplified? I think the kitchen is another good area to think about because I find that the clutter around me makes me more likely to just be like frazzled. And when I'm cooking, it takes me longer because I can't find what I'm looking for, which is super annoying. So find an area and spend 15 minutes on that area and see how you feel. The next thing you can do is digitally declutter. And you can look at so many different ways to do this. A couple of my favorites are removing items from my computer's desktop that I just had there even temporarily that was like downloaded and I used it, I no longer need it. Go ahead and clear your desktop, put things in the appropriate folders or delete. I also like to go into like my downloads folder and delete whatever I've downloaded over the past couple of weeks and go through there, grab whatever I need, save it, and then delete that whole downloads area. You can also declutter anything on your computer that just 
doesn't need to be there. Apps that shouldn't be there. This works great on your phone as well. Any kind of subscriptions that you're getting emails for that you are not actually opening or reading or looking at, great thing to get rid of. So a quick tip for you know, the whole digital decluttering thing is to build in tiny times during your work week that you can do this. I think uh, instead of it being like a spring cleaning once a year kind of thing that your computer starts to get super slow and sluggish and you're like, okay, I've got to do this. I've got to figure out why is my computer acting like this? Instead, set a reminder for yourself to do this more often. For me, I really like to spend a little bit of time on like my Thursday because I don't work Fridays. So Thursday really feels like a Friday for me. I'm like, okay, I'm going to be out of the office for a few days. What can I do to just like kind of like clean this digital space so that when I come back, it just doesn't feel like a hot mess. And that's what I like to do. I like to go through the desktop any kind of emails that I can delete, anything I can unsubscribe from. And I'm, I'm talking 15 minutes max, cleaning my physical desk, all of that. And then the digital space also gets a little refresh at the same time. So the next thing you can do that's going to open up like a whole, a whole margin of time and white space for you is to set a new rule that makes space for you and acknowledges your capacity. And so here's what I mean by that. Our lives are often busy because we let them be busy. And Christy Wright talks about this in her book, Taking Back Your Time. I'll link it up in the show notes, but it's so good. It, it really talks about creating boundaries around our schedules. And something that she talked about in the book was to create a rule about what we do and do not allow. And this rule can be something repeatable that you do over and over again without having to like deliberate on it and think about it. And I, I wanna give you like some examples of what this can look like. So uh, a rule could be that you no longer attend free webinars. Webinars are time consuming and sometimes they're great. Sometimes you need that information and sometimes you know full well that you do not have time to be sitting through a pitch. So you make the decision, I don't do webinars anymore. So you don't have to think about it. The next time you see one pitch, the next time you're scrolling on Instagram, someone talks about a training, you just know it is a no. Like it is a no for you. Another example of this is as you're going through your inbox this week, unsubscribe from anything that you haven't opened, like from a sender that you haven't looked at in like six months. If you routinely open it um, just to delete it, this also counts. So the rule is you unsubscribe from anything that you haven't read like newsletters in a certain amount of months. You can set the amount of months. If you've noticed that um, you still like hearing from that person, great. If you feel like every time you hear from them, you're just deleting it, unsubscribe. That is a decision you can make once and then you don't have to think about it every week when they send you their newsletters. Okay, another example of this is capping your meetings for the week at maybe like two for the day. Maybe you have a certain amount of capacity and you set that rule even if there's technically space in your calendar. Because the only way for us to achieve white space is to get comfortable actually seeing white space in our calendars and not feel the need to fill it. And I know this is like super cultural for us as Americans to, to like welcome busy and wear it like this badge of honor. But if we're craving margin, we really have to sit back and think about, okay, if I want margin, my calendar is actually gonna look really different. And sometimes that might be uncomfortable at first. And a good way around this and to work for yourself and not against yourself is to set those meeting rules. So 
the rule would be, okay, two meetings per day, no matter what the day actually looks like on the calendar view, I know once I'm at two, that is it, we are capped. At the end of every workday, there tends to be this time where I need a little transition if I can. If I, as a mom, it is really hard to go from being full content creation, a coach and a course creator and a podcaster, and then just like turn around and be changing a diaper or breastfeeding a child or like disciplining your kids. Like that is so, so tricky. And so one thing I've noticed and a rule that I've set for myself is to really protect that final 30 minutes of my workday. So that last 30 minutes of childcare is crucial for me because I've noticed that I really wasn't transitioning well if I was going straight from like a Zoom call to just jumping off and being with the kids. And I noticed that like there was a lot of like loose ends, almost like these like open loops in my mind that just were not getting closed properly because I was maxing out my day. I was waiting until the last possible second to leave my office with a really important task in front of me. And when I noticed that, I started reserving the last 30 minutes of that day as blocked because I know that when I get off of that call, I have to take a second and like regroup. I need to write down any notes, give myself some tasks for the next day. I go inside of Notion, my project management software. I might shoot a a message to my team. It's like we know that like we need that extra time, but sometimes when we're actually scheduling things, we forget we need that extra time. And I think that's where setting a rule can really help acknowledge your capacity and make space for even 30 minutes for yourself, which is going to make you feel like you actually wrapped up your day, right? And that makes me feel like I can actually leave my office wanting to leave my office and being excited to see my kids and then transition and say, okay, now it's mom mode. Now we're here. Let's, let's bake some cookies. Let's do the thing. Like whatever it is that we're doing that day, right? I'm not actually baking cookies every day with my kids. Like don't think I'm not that kind of mom, but We do sometimes make cookies. But the point here, I feel like the rule is to help you not have to go back to the drawing board every single time and agonize over the decision. Because I think what, what is happening a lot of times for us as moms and business owners is just decision fatigue. So many decisions need to get made. And so sometimes just making a rule, just like it's over. It's it's done. I've decided I'm not going to do these anymore. It's really freeing. And I will also say... A rule doesn't have to be forever. It can have an end date. So recently, I was really wanting to get this group coaching program that I had in my heart out into the world. I'd been thinking about it. I'd been talking about it. I'd been telling my friends and my husband and everyone was saying, okay, like, do it. Like, you need to do this. It feels like this is next for you. And because of that, I felt like I just, if you have this idea, if you've ever found yourself in this place where you're talking about something, but you're not actually able to do it, and you're noticing like there just isn't capacity, maybe you need to instill a rule like I did. So because of that, I saw, I just cannot do any more podcast interviews. I was looking at my calendar. I was trying to figure out like, what is going on? Why can I not get this program out into the world? But I have this idea and I do really want to do it. I'm not I'm not hung up on it for other reasons. Like, you know, when you're sitting there trying to figure out like, why am I not doing this? I realized the podcast interviews were taking a lot of time. Both me being a guest on other people's podcasts, but also having guests here on Called to Both because of just like the logistics of it all. So I simply made the decision that for one quarter, I was not doing interviews. I was not accepting interviews and I was not doing any of them on other people's shows. And unless one of my personal heroes comes and asks to be 
a guest on my show or it's like, you know, that list. Like you have those like if these three people ask, it is a yes. Otherwise, it's a no. Because of that, I was able to get my program out into the world. The Photoboss Method program is currently running and I have a cohort of students going through it. And I know that that is because I had to draw that line. I had to make that rule for myself and it wasn't a forever rule. And you'll probably notice that there's going to be guests coming back on the podcast here. And, you know, just a couple weeks ago, I had a guest on the podcast, Kayla, and she came and talked about how we went to Elevate and we were at a business conference and all the things that we learned at Elevate when we went and it was it was great. So if you haven't listened to that episode, definitely go back and listen to it. I believe it was episode 49. But that was like the first guest interview in, in a couple of months because I had to make that rule. A little bonus tip I have for you is to think about the rule of one. So today I feel like I've been saying the word rule a lot and this kind of goes along with that. But thinking about the rule of one, and for me, what I mean by the rule of one is when things feel complicated and your schedule feels full, you feel like you don't have margin, things feel messy and a little overwhelming, I like to go back to asking, have I implemented the rule of one? Have I set up one way to do the thing? Okay, so like one way to communicate with the team, one way to set up the camera when I'm recording for content, one way to store all of the ideas you have. For me, that's Notion. I have one place for all of my business content online, for my team to look at, for me to look at, for ideas, for content that's real, content that is just in the idea phase. It all lives in Notion. So when I say the rule of one, I really want you to think about like what are some of the most chaotic spaces or times in your day and in your week that you could ask, is there one tool or one way that I could be doing instead of four or five or making it up as I go along? So one place to book clients. I use HoneyBook for that. One place to store the ideas. One way to communicate with the team, that kind of thing. So I think that can be really, really helpful. Another way to identify something that's holding you up, making things harder, or just like a bottleneck in general, is this question. What is something you could do that once it's done, makes everything else easier? Okay, I'm going to repeat that. What is something you could do that if you did this one thing, once it's done, it makes everything else easier? This could be when it comes to meals. I realized one thing that was just like such a bottleneck for me was pausing my workday, getting myself lunch, fueling my body with something that I'm not going to regret, and then getting back into work. And we, my husband found this company called Factor, and Factor Meals has changed the game for me for this because it's healthy food, it's pre-prepared, it is ready to go. I just heat it up and I always feel so good after I eat these meals. And it's absolutely a luxury. Like this is a luxury item, but I am so happy that we invested in this because this is an investment. This is taking back my time. This is taking back my health. This is giving me something I don't have to make a decision about. And that is so invaluable to me right now in this this phase of life. And I know that it is for you too. So if you want to check out Factor, I'll put a link in the description for a discount. I, I'm, we're obsessed. We're obsessed with Factor. They have amazing juices, fresh pressed juices, lunches, breakfast. They have some like keto desserts and like all kinds of stuff. And I've been a really, really big fan of their their food and just everything that they stand for. So that's one thing that came to mind for me under the like, what's one thing that I could do that makes everything else easier if I could solve it, right? And then like 
another great example of this is like when it came to like my floors being dirty and having toddlers, a robot vacuum that also mops was the answer. I was like, what is one thing? Like if we could sort out one thing, if I could just get this part figured out, it actually makes everything else easier and it, it brings me like a level of like lowered stress that was my floors and I will I'm gonna link that up for you as well shameless like Amazon link because we're obsessed with our robot vacuum it's so good and it also mops like it's just crazy it's crazy now in your business this might point out a problem or an issue that you really need to address next you realize like okay everything that I'm doing if I just had a seamless booking process if I just had one clean way to get on a call like a consultation call with my clients every time I did it the same way what way would that be like if I could do that it would make everything else easier that's the next step for you in your business that will reveal whatever problem is really just like a bottleneck and it doesn't have to be business it could be something in life like I explained about lunches or my dirty floors right but that question is like it's such a good question it really makes me think every single time and I think every time you think about that question it will reveal a new problem wherever it is that you're at in your life and in your business ultimately this is about reducing the number of decisions that you have to make so empower other people to make those decisions have your team make decisions have your spouse in on the decisions have your kids feel more empowered to make decisions where appropriate or make them ahead of time you know the meals the snacks the decluttering that is you making the decision ahead of time to set yourself up for success in the moment and it may feel small it may feel insignificant to say okay i'm going to clean my environment and what that saves me five or ten minutes but it also saves you the mental like five or ten minutes of having to look for those things and find those things because we know human beings can only make so many decisions before we literally just start like I feel like my brain just starts like short short circuiting I'm like oh I don't know I'm at capacity like you know when you reach that capacity in a given day and sometimes we reach it at like 11 a.m so this is going to help you not reach that capacity as early in your day so my challenge for you today is find one area of your daily life, either a physical space, a room, or even a digital space, somewhere on your phone even. Spend 15 minutes doing a little bit of optimization and cleanup, just 15 minutes. I would love to hear what you end up cleaning up. Tell me, tag me, post something on Instagram and tag me on Instagram because I would absolutely love to see it. And I'll see you guys next week. Thank you so much for listening to the show. If you enjoyed this episode, please help me get the word out about the Call to Both podcast by taking a screenshot of this episode right now and sharing it on your social media. I would also appreciate it if you would subscribe and leave me a five-star review. Thanks again, and I'll see you in the next episode.